The following podcast will contain graphic, disgusting, crass, foul, mature, and immature content. This is Rascal Toscobble, half-elf rogue. And nothing will stop me from killing Chad. It's just not in hard meat. Oh wow. The high off wizard. And I'm invincible. This is Sir Colvick Dykesy. Half orc cleric. And I like my lasagna baked. are all wearing it. Does, oh, okay. Take it off then. Nope. So next up on the list, I need you guys to fetch for me the Eyes of Zur. I'm going to go ahead and pull out another thing of raisins, even though I do see his <laughs> on the table. All right. Well, I'll just go to the fucking bathroom then. <laughs> <laughs> Do I, do I see anything in the bathroom of interest? Yeah, I'd want to be knowing what I'd be drinking from a ledge. Well, it's poop. It's just going to be right here on my nightstand <laughs> next to my bed. be a shame if somebody needed to use it and took it and returned it to me. Do I have any idea what this is? Uh, you can tell that this is uh, basically potpourri. The other thing I want to know is, does this look like a particularly noisy door for me to open? Let's let's roll some percentile dice to see where it is on the scale of noisy doors. So you push open the door and you see somebody, their back is to you. Okay. And I don't recognize this as Mitch or Chad or... It is neither Mitch nor Chad. Pretty boring. This castle is the most boring castle ever made. I'm actually pretty stealthy for a wizard, but that was a terrible roll. Fucking hell. I've, I mean, I guess in Scouts we did pilot to co-pilot, pilot to bombardier, just like... <laughs> <laughs> I think Mitch comes to the door in like a full 1800s like a nightgown. <laughs> Like he's got like the way too long conical hat draped Ebony down his back. Scrooge style yes. and this candle in his arm. Mm. So he opens up the door and is like, "I, uh, I hello. Uh, I did you need something?" Uh, Mitch, I'm very sorry to disturb you at this time of night, but I wondered if you might pass along a message to Chad for me. Uh, he rubs his eyes and says, "I okay. Perhaps I can do that." I would like to have do I, a... Do I, do I need to have a pen? No. No. I would like to have a private conversation with Chad at some point, and I'm wondering if you could help arrange that. Well, I'll certainly make it known. Does this does this need to happen right now? I don't think so. I hate to be an inconvenience, but uh, I appreciate your time. <laughs> 
Well, I'm okay. I I will. Uh, and he he kind of scoots over, and you know, as he walks away, you can see into his room, and it's just a pretty typical looking bedroom with a, a desk set on one side. He scribbles down a little note that you suspect says something to the effect of what you're asking for, and uh, sets down the pen and says, "Will there be anything else then?" No, thank you, Mitch. Good night, sir. Does he have a poster of Chad on as well? (laughs) (laughs) No, there's no posters. He has a very... He he has some, like, very soothing wildlife scene paintings on his walls. But tasteful. They're tasteful. It's not, like, covered in naked ladies or something like that. (laughs) (laughs) Heavy metal bands, whatever they might be. Naked heavy metal bands. (laughs) (laughs) What What was the fucking... From the... Sam, what was the band name that was in the last episode you put the heavy metal song to? Oh, the Electric Death Commission? No, there was another one. Oh, the Pig one? War Pig? Yeah, um... Hell Pig. Hell Pig. Oh. I don't think it was Hell Pig either. (laughs) He's got pictures of Hell Pig. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I see you're a big fan of Hell Pig. (laughs) Hell Pigs are pretty scary. Yeah. I dabble. Uh, so he asks then, uh, he's, he's doing the, like, grabbing the door. Corpse pig. Corpse pig, that was the name of it. Corpse pig. <laughs> so he, he's, like, grabbing the door and very slowly inching it closed, and he's like, if that'll be all then? It will be. Thank you, Mitch. And he quietly closes the door, and then he reopens it real quick and goes, Good night. <laughs> <laughs> and then closes the door again. All right, well, I, uh, go back to bed. Okay. Anybody else have shenanigans or antics they want to get to overnight? No. Still asleep. Cool. A.M. the next day rolls around. You wake up the next morning to a delightful smell. As you enter the dining area, which is just off of the sleeping area where you've been in, you find that a little spread has been laid out for you by the house staff. There's a gigantic plate of pancakes, a jug of syrup, a bowl of whipped butter, an assortment of fruit, including raisins, and several carafes of different uh, morning beverages. As you enter the room, Mitch comes uh, in from the other side, looking a little tired, perhaps, and uh, beckons all of you to sit and enjoy your breakfast. Good morning, Mitch. Good, good morning. Good morning. Did you sleep well after? Uh, well, did, did you sleep well? Yes, we did. Thank you. I assume. Does Roscoe look pretty rested? Nobody sleeps like a man who who's calm. Who what? <laughs> There's no sleep like the sleep of the recently cummed. <laughs> I sleep better when I jerk off. <laughs> of the cummed? Like I've never heard That's, of Sounds more like it's been done to you than <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Like you've been milked or something like <laughs> well, nobody, nobody comes Roscoe. <laughs> I was thinking more like you got some on you. Like... Oh, that's happened. Nobody <laughs> <laughs> Nobody jerks my own cum. <laughs> yeah. Nobody makes me come my own cum. <laughs> What the hell? <laughs> you get all mad about it. Oh man! What have you done to me? <laughs> How dare you? 
Oh, great A material, boys. Great A material. I slept well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really like that we're like, I feel like we're exploring the inner monologue of each of these people <laughs> and then actually saying the real uh, thing out loud. <laughs> Kovic, how, how, what say you? Did you sleep well? I say I slept just fine. Thank you. In this house of death. I... <laughs> <laughs> Corpse bear. I still refuse any food that is before me. Okay, okay. Are you going to sit down at least? Yeah, I'll sit down. Yep, I'll sit down, grab my own raisins, and uh, continue that bounty for now until I get out of the presence of Mm -hmm. this place. Uh, Mitch is like, he sees you like conjure up your bag of raisins, and he's like, oh, we actually have raisins. Oh, okay, okay. (laughs) Okay, okay. Okay, okay, You got it, yeah. You've got your own thing. I, I understand. I did the keto thing for a little while. I was. A... <laughs> you guys sit down and tuck in. Well, some of you sit down and tuck in. And these pancakes, huh? <laughs> these fucking pancakes. I mean, these things—they're like the right amount of fluffy, but a little crisp. Are they like donut pancakes? Yeah, yeah, oh, they're, they're the donut. Pan- yes. They're so delightfully sweet, you don't even need to put syrup on them. Mm-hmm. That whipped butter is just like, it's like air. But you put syrup on them anyway. Yeah. Always. Why, and then you have to eat you? them in just around an amount of time before they get drenched. Soggy. At the very end, there's like pancake mush that you scrape up with your fork. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. Why are you saying, oh, yeah, enjoy your fucking raisins? <laughs> <laughs> I will, but enjoy, I'm happy you're happy. Oh. Okay. Have, you, have you ever like have you ever seen like when when dogs like you're eating two feet away from a dog and there's just like strands of drool <laughs> I'm, I'm like eat my race i'm like like the front of Kolvik's shirt's all wet now <laughs> that and that's exactly what i think my dog is always like i'm happy you're happy like not that i want to eat everything on your plate oh yeah but i'm happy you she would murder you if she could huh? <laughs> and maybe she can't well. wait till you're if he would die, <laughs> eat it out oh, of your stomach. mine now. Imagine <laughs> <laughs> that. Oh, no, I'm sad. Wouldn't it be unfortunate if you died? <laughs> but not permanently. Just long enough for me to eat all those pancakes. What if you fainted? Le petite. No, my cats would probably eat it. Like, as soon as I fainted, it hit my head on the table. They would be gorging on that food. And then Before go, or after they ate your face? Uh, they would look at the birds and then eat my face. Like Lance Did you Taylor? have birds? This bird, we have a bird feeder. Oh, okay. So yeah, yeah, they would go like this. I would faint, hit the table, my head would go down. They would eat the food, see the birds, maybe look at my blood, and then... Tear some cloth. <laughs> <laughs> These are my favorite pajama pants. <laughs> this is the weirdest. Are you wearing underwear? Don't chaos, good. It's super chaotic. Fortunately D&D for game. the people who don't do laundry in your house. You do. Yeah. Breakfast continues on, and, uh, and Mitch is just like you know he's just a little uh, a little antsy this morning, a little ball of energy, and kind of is like, so uh, you guys, uh, what are you th- what are you anticipating? Are you excited for um, for for go- going out on today's uh, today's mission? How are we going to be excited about it when we don't know what it is, Mitch? I don't want to face a dragon. I I know what the last time I faced. 
It's gonna yeah. be crazy. They told us about one in the last. It was the dragon whose horde's oh, like a yeah, full grown one. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna suck. Yeah, a lot of ancient people. one. Let me rephrase. All right. <laughs> 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 <I'll go back. laughs> Would you be excited about going after a fucking full grown dragon, Mitch? I no, I I suspect I I would not be. That is an that's an excellent point. Well, what the fuck do you think? Get me some coffee. <laughs> is Roscoe not a morning person? No, Roscoe's not a morning person. <laughs> I'm just glaring at him. <laughs> he goes and fetches you some coffee, brings it back, and tenderly sets it down near you, and asks you if you want any coffee or cream. Or uh, sorry, do you want any coffee in your coffee? He asks you if you would like cream or sugar. No, thank you, Mitch. I'm sweet enough. <laughs> hey. Uh, I'm going to invite Mitch to have breakfast with us. Mitch is astounded by your generous offer. And uh, and he, he uh, accepts. He sits down at the table and scoops himself up a pancake. And he's a butter-only kind of guy. He's not doing the syrup, but uh, he spreads some delicious whipped butter on there, pours himself a little orange juice, and starts tucking in with you guys. So, we may have mentioned, is Mitch undead at all? What What is Mitch's uh, race? Uh, Mitch's race is alive. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's what everybody should be. <laughs> We're moving forward in a genderless, raceless society. Uh-huh. Mitch, is Mitch is person. <laughs> he is person. <laughs> And he, Mitch is animate. Status alive. Uh-huh. Mitch is a human, by the way. <laughs> what are his? So I would, I would, I would try to strike a conversation. Hey, Mitch. So, uh, not sure if I was paying attention or just didn't care. What were you doing before this? Um, well, sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I apologize. Before meeting up with Chad. Oh, oh, I, I just had, oh, I just had a, a clerical job in town and. Uh, Mitch happened to uh, <laughs> Lich, uh, Lich, Mitch. <laughs> I'm sorry, I get a little flustered in the morning. Chad noticed my talents and abilities uh, working, and uh, and invited me to to uh, come uh, up here and, and work for him. Like you were a cleric, stupid says. Oh, you're a cleric. Cleric, cleric. Oh. I'm, sorry. I'm a cleric too. <laughs> I did, uh, you know, paperwork and and things like that for one of the shops in town. He just invited you up, huh? Why, I have, uh, I don't mind saying, a certain knack for bureaucracy and paperwork and what have you. I find it quite entertaining. <laughs> You're a fucking great. nerd, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> he, like, sheepishly grins and is like, absolutely. <laughs> so where's uh, Chad this morning? Oh, he had some uh, some, uh, some other business to uh, attend to. Evil like- business? I, I don't believe so. I haven't looked at his schedule recently, though. <laughs> There's evil business on his schedule sometimes. <laughs> That'd be great. Just looking through the calendar. This business, evil business. We got executive evil time. Uh, uh-huh. mm, I hate Tuesdays. It's all neutral business. <laughs> Boring. Give me good at least. I'll ask him, so what can you tell me about the castle here? Oh, well, this castle goes all the way back to the original civilization that was here in Periprio. It's, it's built of this uh, this gorgeous blue stone that we you've seen everywhere, and uh, it's it's quite sturdy. And... <laughs> Please continue. 
He goes on and gives you a very detailed history of all of the people that have lived here since Chad came to restore and revitalize this city. And it is very boring. I'll try to be polite, just because... No, he's just a guy. Mm-hmm. So far, just a guy in this place. Uh, I don't know anything really about in what's in this castle or anything, so I'll just keep you in my reasons. Mitch, how do you think you would do running this town? Oh, I wouldn't want to run this town. I, I didn't I, ask whether or not you'd want to. <laughs> well, I would say that I would not do as well as Chad. All right. How long has Chad been running the town? Well, I believe he's been here, oh, maybe it's been 80 years. 80 years? How long have you been here? Certainly not that long. I've only worked for Chad for maybe four years now. That's not much in lich years. Who held your job before you? I don't actually know. Who? So Chad's been here 80 years. How long has he run the town? How long has he taken such an act of, uh... <laughs> uh... Giving a shit about this town, you might say. <laughs> How long has he taken such an active role in the town? Um, he goes on to explain that Chad came to this place, cleared out all of the, uh, I should say, cleared out or organized all of the undead that were here originally, because this town had been, or this city rather, had been abandoned long, long ago in ancient times. And he cleared it out and made it so that people could live here. And that process took him several years and then several years to start getting people to actually live here but it's been I don't know what would that make it one two three generations in some cases worth of people that have been living in this town and Chad has had an active hand in all of that as far as you're aware has he always been benevolent I yeah I everybody's always had good words to say about him no one seems to have anything negative to say does that strike you as odd for a lich I can't say as I have a lot of experience with other liches but I, I suppose they are supposed to be evil, and he doesn't really fit that. So, Mitch, uh, we've heard sometimes adventurers come up here to challenge Chad. What happens then? He gives you a quizzical look and says, Challenge Chad? Why would anyone do that? I don't know. I can only tell you what we've heard on the way here, but it seems like some adventurers come up here seeking fame, fortune, treasure, maybe even, or to learn the secrets of maybe lichery. I don't know. But we have definitely heard of many adventurers coming this way, but not very many coming back. He says, well, I can assure you that any such rumors would be ill-founded. I've worked here for several years, and I've never seen anyone come to challenge Chad. I do certainly see people come by and, and, and ask about the lich thing. That definitely comes up in conversations. Um, he is very loath to give those secrets away, though. They were very hard won. Very, very hard won secrets. You have nothing bad to say about Chad at all? I don't think Mitch has anything bad to say about Chad. He's, uh, he's got a very... Uh, I've been kind of shooting for halfway between Smithers and uh, Brandt from The Big Lebowski. I got that. So you've never heard him talk trash about any of his servants or anything? Uh, no, he doesn't typically deal with the in-house affairs very often. Uh, we've got a, a chief of staff that maintains all of that. No, oh goodness, no. I, to aspire to such a role, it would be an honor, but uh, no, I'm somewhat lower in the ranks. I wonder why he has such a strong opinion about you. He leans forward and says, Oh? Uh, oh? Well, it's probably nothing. <laughs> oh, oh no, uh, do go on. Is he, 
There's something about my performance. It was, it was the books. I know it was the books. Yeah, well, he was pretty unhappy. So I'm, well, I'm not going to hold it against him, what he said. You're probably right. He's probably cool. <laughs> well, yeah, there was that one thing about the books. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he mentioned that a couple times. Yeah. You see a cold sweat wash over his face, and he is clearly, clearly concerned with what's being talked about here. You're feeding into his innermost fears, his innermost Chad employer fears. There's probably nothing to be afraid of. I mean, just because he thinks you're shit at your job. Well, I mean, uh, just because he talked about the books a little bit doesn't mean he's not going to... I'm sure he's... I just wouldn't worry about it. <laughs> I like that you guys are just fucking with this toady, this underling. Uh, he goes quiet and, uh, and quietly eats the remaining bits of his pancake. He doesn't even finish his pancake. He leaves like a quarter pancake on the uh, on the plate. I'm going to just say, you know, we did run into that one lady who said that she found some books on the way here, but yeah, it was probably nothing. Uh, he kind of perks up and says, old, old lady with a, with books? Well, I, I, you know, I, you know, gosh, I can't, can't quite remember. Was that a no, dip that was, book? I, I think, it, yeah, something about, something about forewarning, for, for something, I don't remember. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I've never officially proved that it's a foreskin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Skins I'm on the DM. I'm the decider. Yeah. Skins on me. That's all I'm right. The I don't world know. is ours. Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, that was so long ago. Ugh. Anyway, these pancakes are amazing. Yeah, oh, they're, they're so, so good. Yeah, <laughs> you're getting a little bit of a sweat out of them. That's for sure. I don't know where to take it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think we say nothing. Yeah. Yeah. You're just gonna let it let it simmer. Yep. Well, we got a dragon to go kill. Oh, yeah, this dragon. Mm-hmm. Better get on that. Yep. So how do we get to the dragon again? Mitch is going to actually teleport all of you to the dragon. So if you guys are ready... Right to the dragon? <laughs> no. Outside to the lair of the dragon? No, he is going to teleport you a safe distance away so that your teleportation magics are not detected. All right. What say you, magic s- silly people? <laughs> Are your spells good? I throw my empty plastic bag on the ground. Oh, clap my hands. I'm ready to go. Plastic bag. Or, uh, what? Fucking. Drop t- the foreskin book and pick it up. Oh, that was- <laughs> <laughs> Whatever I'm holding my raisins in. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't. I mean, what would be a, a cloth bag? A I cloth? mean, you could make a bag out of whatever you'd like. I suppose cloth would be a good way to do it. You could- cloth does make a nice bag. You could use, you could have like a, you could have like a folded paper, you know, like a little goat hat thing with go- goat scrotum bag. I mean, technically you're conjuring this food up out of nowhere, so you can conjure it in whatever vessel you're looking for. Maybe it is plastic. You're the only person in the world with plastic. No, I'd just be a cloth, like handkerchief thing, and I'd be done with it, and I'd just like scoot it along and. Gotcha. Yep. I'm ready to go. All right. All right, all right, all right. All right, all right, all right. a whole lot cooler if you did. Let's do the major dragon ending. Mitch gets himself uh, settled in and prepared and all the rest of it. And after some time, you guys go into that central churchy looking room. And he he pulls out a little uh, a little magic rod and uses that to conjure up a portal. That portal opens up and you see a very different 
uh, what would you call it, scene on the other side of it. You step through and settle in. To the east of you, the sun rises over an endless stretch of dark blue water. It's not a particularly beautiful sunrise, just the golden orb of the sun poking up over the water, slowly ambling its way into the blue cloudless sky. Below you is paradise. A beach of pink sand separates the water from the lush green forest covering this island. Here and there you can see smoke rising above the trees. In some cases you can assume this is the early morning cooking fires from the local villages. In others it is from whole trees and swaths of land burning as rivers of dark black and angry red lava pour from the mountains down to the ocean. Your attention is drawn back to the mountains behind you. Three massive ridges rise sharp and jagged from the island. You're on the top of one of them. The second is thundering and belching smoke and fire. And the third is your destination. I'm, I'm sorry I can't get you any closer than this, but we, you know, we didn't want to risk detection as we, uh, as we inserted you. Uh, Cryphalex and uh, her worshippers are, are not uh, very uh, friendly towards unexpected guests, typically, and we <laughs> certainly wouldn't want this to reflect poorly. Certainly wouldn't want this to reflect poorly on Chad in uh, any way, of course. There is a treacherous path from the side of the ridge that you're on that leads down over to a massive stairway that's cut into that other ridge. There is a platform carved into the rock there, 200 feet wide and 150 feet from front to back. The stairs lead up to the front of that platform, massive lava fountains line the sides, and the back is a huge archway. Large enough, you suspect, for a dragon to easily pass through it. You gentlemen aren't intending on attacking this, this dragon directly, are you? Uh, Cryphalex is immeasurably powerful. Uh, how, uh, if I might ask, are you uh, are you going to uh, approach this particular obstacle? Hard to say. We're probably going to wing it. <laughs> Hard me to say. How did you get us here? Oh, uh, it's a, and he pulls out this little rod, and he's like, "Oh, it's a little uh, teleportation uh, uh, gift from Chad. It's it's for getting getting around." That's pretty cool. Can I say it? He hands it to you. And I put it in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he like he does like you know one index finger raised and is like um I best way I, to draw out a dragon is with bait. Ah, uh, with what? Um, oh, bait. They said paint. Like a good coat, you know. <laughs> what do you uh, think, Matt? Do you feel like being part of this adventure? Ooh, uh, I don't think that I have the skills. Mitch, 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 Mitch. Do you do you guys actually want me to role play Mitch all the way through this adventure? Yes. Okay. Mitch gives in to peer pressure and is like, "Well, why not? Why not? Oh, I always read stories about adventuring. Oh." Okay, okay, I'm in, I'm in. Do you have a weapon, Mitch? I do not. I have a sword. I'll give it to you. Okay. You... A short sword. All right. We're going to get Mitch killed. (laughs) 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 There is now a short sword in Mitch's inventory. Everybody getting given, like, the scabbard and everything? How big is Mitch? Uh, Mitch is a medium-sized human. Would he be able to use a warhammer? 
<laughs> it's just gonna stack him up and send him on his way. <laughs> Go get him, Mitch. <laughs> Let us know when it's uh, done. <laughs> we'll wait here. Uh, he does not have this. He barely has the strength to hold this short sword. He definitely wouldn't be able to operate a war hammer very effectively. All right. All right. So I just got this mithril shirt made, and it displaced my plus one leather armor. Can Mitch wear this armor? Well, sure. Yeah, let's give him some leather armor. Here you go, Mitch. <laughs> he puts it on, and it's, like, way too big for him. But he's, you know, he straps it in there, and you kind of help him adjust and is buckle he down. Oh, yeah, he is, like... And he's kind of, like, swinging the sword around. <laughs> this yeah. will make up for the book, book thing for sure, Mitch. <laughs> I'm, yeah. gonna, I'm gonna give him my uh, cod piece to wear. <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> Because it's shiny. Super cool. He, he like, solemnly accepts the, the cod piece. Were you wearing it? Did you take this cod piece off of yourself and hand it to him? Yeah. Wow. Uh-huh. Uh, he graciously accepts uh, all of these gifts from you guys. He, he does, uh, like, you hand him the war hammer, and it, like, he grabs onto it, and it just, like, thunk to the ground right away. And you're just like, maybe not the war hammer. <laughs> and you take it back. Uh, but he's, uh, he's equipped up now, uh, a short sword, a, some leather armor, some plus one leather armor, uh-huh. and, uh, and a <laughs> panko face cod piece. <laughs> Yo, 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 VGAT fans, come check out my crib while I make other 90s MTV references. Also, am I the only one who saw the movie New Jack City? I somehow referenced it twice in the last month, and no one knew what I was talking about. Sometimes stuff like that happens, and I start to get convinced that I'm just making things up. Like, I was convinced for maybe a decade that I had made up the movie The Last Unicorn. Unfortunately, it was real. Friends, I wish I had anything interesting to tell you about this week. The Pogs are getting ready to be mailed out, the stickers are shipped and should get here just in time to get included in the Pogs mailing. Summer is cruising right along and, well, life could hardly be better. But good typically means boring, and it's good and boring right now. Thank you to all of our Patreon patrons and Ko-fi donors. Thanks to those of you who have taken the time to leave us a rating and slash or review on iTunes or any other platform. Thank you to those of you who have shared us with your family, friends, acquaintances, and enemies. Thank you to all of you who have listened to our humble little show. We're thankful to have each and every one of you, and all of you, help make this show possible. Well, rather than fill airtime for no reason and delay going to bed any longer, I'm going to let you folks get back into this here adventure. powerful Mitch. <laughs> do you do you think so? Sure. Totally. And he's kind of like poking, like stabbing and whatnot. And he's like, "Okay, guys, what's the plan?" Um, you're on point. Uh, <laughs> I mean, are we going to be looking around like see if there's an alternate entrance to this place? So what kind of dragon is this? A red dragon? It is an ancient red dragon. Red leads me to believe fire. Am I right? 
Yes, and Chad had confirmed that in previous conversations. And in fact, he gave you guys a total of three potions that will give you fire damage resistance. So are we all taking that? Are we all leaving those with the old uh, banker here? Or? They're only going to last about a minute, I'll just tell you. We'll wait until battle starts, yeah? And then we'll toss the... Uh, okay, alright. So do we want to plan this out at all, or just kind of fucking wing it? Well, I mean, we should probably look around this old base and see if there's a back entrance. Yeah. Alright, so... Okay, so... Actually, I feel, as my dumb self, I'm going to be asking, what are we looking for again? A fucking dragon. To what end? Don't doesn't the dragon have jewels to put on the thing we're making? Ding 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 ding! Uh, yes, the dragon okay. has jewels. Yeah, go smart you, guy. Okay. You guys uh, are in fact here. You can tell from your perfect and detailed uh, notes that you took while we were playing this game. You guys are here to fetch the eyes of Zur, which were uh, two gemstones that were used previously by a lich in decorating that lich's skull and phylactery. Uh, I would say instead of going direct, it will sound like there was possibly a back entrance by our uh, narration of this place by Sir Mitch. I'll ask him, Mitch, do you know much around this area? Uh, Mitch does not know very much of... Oh my god! (laughs) It sounded so angry! (laughs) 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 A goose flies down and takes Mitch... (laughs) Uh, you, <laughs> Mitch doesn't have like detailed, um, accounts of the island or maps or anything like that. Uh, so let's see here. Polvik, if you're asking. Yep. Uh, what I would like to do is, um, I see the, the entrance going up to like the main area here. I'd like to, um, try to convince my comrades here if we would like to just do a circle around this area and see if there's a back entrance. Uh, do you guys, by the way, it is like early morning, right? so like sun's coming up and all the rest of that. If you guys, I don't, I don't know, I, I'm just going to tell you because you as players or as characters in the game would know that sneaking around trying to find hidden entrances would typically be a nighttime task. Right. I mean, I'm not sure who we'd be trying to like avoid besides the dragons, so. The dragon's I'm, enough, I think. I'm still just trying to, I'd still say the same thing. We would like to circle around this area. I think you're onto something, Kovic, but I think it might be wise to wait till night. If there is a back door, uh, I kind of have a plan farming. I don't know. <laughs> well, let's uh, let's have let's have each of you guys make a roll on a d twenty for me. Got a gentleman's eight, seven, Melvin. Dang, Melvin saving the day on the rolls. So with those relatively not super great rolls. Uh, so you guys are gonna you're gonna hang around until nightfall. Is that am I getting that actual impression? Yep. I mean, you could just charge across. I, yeah, I would say hang around until nightfall. Uh, so you guys are hanging out, and as you hang out, Mitch has plenty of time to tell you the facts and details that he does know about the island. He is gonna tell you that this island is home to the dragon herself, as well as about eh, they estimate maybe two thousand kobolds. About a hundred of those live in the lair itself with Cryphalex, and uh, the rest are scattered around doing, you know, village life and herding pigs and other things like that for the dragon to eat. You know that there is regular feedings that happen on this big platform, but you don't know when that's going to be. And what else? Which of these other things do you guys know? 
and where again? do they feed it? A uh, lot of livestock. People ever? I don't think people. No. There's not really any people no, on the island people. other than the kobolds. And, and how far away are we from this platform? Uh, you are, let's call it about a quarter mile away. What if we kind of present an item before the, the people in town and possibly lure it in? Do we have any explosives? No. The thing we have is a sweet, sweet, um, I don't know, can I <laughs> back of uh, a holding? Make an image of explosives and then make them real. <laughs> yeah, but they can't damage anything. So yeah. Yeah. No, maybe not. I just thought that I chopped this dragon's head off. <laughs> uh, this dragon's head is not going to fit in the bag of holding. That's going to be a big dragon. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Can I sneak in and steal these goddamn eyes? Well, that's my hope. Like, if we can find a, a spot around it. Sure. Yeah. I mean, well, let's let's fast forward ahead to nighttime then, if this is the direction that we want to go. And you guys see throughout the day as you're hanging out with Mitch and, you know, maybe giving him some, like, probably fake pointers about using his sword and, you know, he's swinging it back and forth and starting to get tired. Good job, Mitch. Yeah, you're really going to kill something. Stick him with the pointy end. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You guys notice that a handful of kobolds come and go out on that big platform out of the lair itself. You never see the dragon herself, but you definitely see some movement here and there. Nighttime eventually comes, and you start sneaking your way across. Are all of you going to go, or is just Roscoe going to go? I want a word with Mitch. Mitch, how does your little uh, port key rod work? Um, He is going to explain that it's basically a... It was set up to get you here, and it's set up to get you back. It's not going to be useful in the context of, like, teleporting into the lair sort of thing, if that's what you're thinking. But once I got into the lair and got my hands on these things, I could theoretically teleport back to Chad, correct? He says, theoretically, yeah. Yeah, theoretically. And would you guys come with in that situation, or do you have to be nearby? Uh, it creates an actual portal, like a doorway, that you would have to walk through. Okay. So it's not like it's going to suck you guys up from wherever you are. How long a walk is it back to Chad's place? A walk to Chad's place? He giggles. A walk? He giggles. You guys are in the middle of the ocean. This is taking you some distance so away. So it's not an island just off the coast? Uh, no, it's... Well, you don't know how far off the coast that you are, but you are definitely not near shore. Unless we jumped in as well as Boydle. But I think where Roscoe is going is that he's going to be all alone. And he's going to walk through the portal by himself. So he's wondering if we would be able to walk home, which we're not going to be able to. What do we call it, though? To where? Back to outside of Chad's domain. To our uh, little humble abode outside of the... Uh, and we can... I mean, we'd be able to teleport there once. If that's the plan, they would be able to pick us up. The town of Redane. The town of Redane. That's pretty far away from Chad's place, though, right? Uh, it's not a short walk, no, but... I mean, if we had communication beforehand, they would be able to pick us up. Well, we have to remember, we are in a little bit of a time crunch, right? Yeah, so, I mean, I think what he's saying is, go through the portal, and then if that is successful, we see it, maybe, we I would well, recall us back to Rodane. No, well, here's the easiest thing. Roscoe teleports back, but then teleports back to us to get us. Assuming that this is something he wants to do all by himself anyway. How so, did... so the question is for Mitch. If Roscoe were to teleport back to Chad's castle, would someone there or Roscoe be able to teleport back again to retrieve us? 
Let's see if Mitch knows that. Uh, Mitch is pretty confident that the item that he has is essentially a one-shot item. And he does not know if Chad has another one prepared or what kind of effort would go into preparing teleportation to here and back again. So he is not confident that that is a plan that would work if you guys wanted all to get home. I would say still, yeah. We get Roscoe back in, if he's back in the portal, we were to recall. We stay in Rodane for a little bit, Chad comes to us. We did him a favor. Yeah, but then he's got Roscoe as a hostage. I mean, we have to guest. He need, yeah, I was going to say, he needs us more than we need him. So you want me to sneak in, grab the eyes, give them to you, and teleport back? I would say you, okay. Or if... But if we're all together, why don't we just all go at once? That'd be the best solution if we can all go in at once. If we all go together. Yep. That more makes peop- more people means more noise. I would say that if Roscoe could get it and then we teleport ourselves, that'd be the fastest solution. You you trust Chad, don't you? I'm just worried about I don't my good Chad, friend but... Roscoe. Okay. Let's all go together. Okay. I mean I'd be in for that. Are we gonna are we trying the the sneak? We're sneaking as best we can. Okay. First, we do have to find a back entrance and get there first. That's the biggest. Gotta yeah. find the back door entrance. Yeah, like we gotta go behind and really get in there. Really just really just ram ourselves into that back door entrance. Way up in there. Alright. You guys are gonna go for the back door. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If there is one. Who is doing the scouting? I will. Roscoe is taking point. I am going to have... Let's see here now. What's the roll I want you to make? Mm-mm-mm. Jesus, your stealth is 15? That's crazy. But I am going to have you make... Let's have you make an investigation roll. We don't do a lot of those. 16. 16 is pretty darn good. Let's have all of you, and I'm going to roll for Mitch... Roll some stealth as you cross the mountains. Yeah, Mitch did pretty good. 11. Colvick. Melvin got a 20. Roscoe. I'm sorry. I was spaced out. I was thinking of a plan. (laughs) What am I rolling for? Stealth. 21. You guys are sneaky AF, as the kids would say. You blend seamlessly into the mountain scenery behind you. And... Only the sharpest eyes that would be actively looking for you could possibly have caught you sneaking across. But no one was watching, and no one is expecting. So you make your way around to the dragon side of the ridge here. And now, Roscoe, I'm going to have you make an investigation roll. Twelve. Twelve. You do eventually come across a hole... That seems to go into the mountain. And uh, you can smell the slight faint hints of like, maybe it's like a cooking fire or something coming out of this. You've got a fair idea that this goes into the mountain to somewhere. Uh, But from where you're at, you can't really tell where and you can't see all the way down this hole. Penetrate. Uh, You do some penetration. Unfortunately, this uh, you can see that it winds down. The hole stays approximately the same width, uh, but you can't see all the way through. Like it's because I think you only get like thirty feet of rock or yeah, something it's like not that. Far. And it's 
For that 30 feet, you can see that it, it keeps going, but you can't see past that. So is it straight down? Sorry, it's straight down, or is it kind of like, we can, is it walking? Oh, you know what? Let's, let's roll for angle. I just love rolling for stuff. Rolling for angle. Yeah. It is a 91 degree uh. angle. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so this thing's pretty much straight up and down. Um, I'm also going to cast telepathic. Telepathic. <laughs> telepathic bond. Oh, yeah, yeah. Get your brain bond going. Get a brain bond in effect. You are telepathically bonded. So, Roscoe, you. To whom is he telepathically bonded? We are all bonded to each other. Including uh, Mitch? Yes. Oh, Mitch well, is in on the bond. Yeah. Yeah, Mitch is in on the bond. Mitch is one of us. Oh, one, one of, of us. us. One of us. <laughs> okay. As as the, like, do, uh, do you tell him that this is about to happen? No. <laughs> all of you can just hear in your head, I'm one, one of the boys, I'm one of the boys, I'm one of the boys. So I'll, I'll go ahead and start doing my telepathic thing. Uh, Roscoe, do you want to be um, roped down? I'll tie some ropes to you, see what we can see. Down or up? Mitch is squinting at you. He's trying to... And then you can hear from inside Mitch's head, is he talking? I can hear him, but his mouth isn't moving. I'll go ahead and try to... I'll go by him and whisper him. Stop looking. And then I'll keep on... Yeah, you can lower me down. Okay. All right. right. I'm not really sure how thick mountains are, so let's just say it's, uh, well, God, let's just roll for everything tonight. Uh, Let's roll for how how thick is the mountain? The mountain is 56 feet thick. Oh, that's Uh, a thick (laughs) mountain. It's more like a wall. (laughs) Thick wall. Uh, So you get about down to the point where your penetrating ring could see originally, and by that point, you can now see that the cavern that you are crawling down into opens up somewhat below. These guys see me at this point. Uh, uh, up, yeah, the guys up top can. So let's say that it shoots down 30 feet straight, and then it starts sort of sloping inward, maybe to like a 45-degree angle. And as you get to that junction where it starts curving, you, uh, you can see, you can see like, like a mattress with a cobalt laying on it. But you can only see about four feet past where the wall ends. How far does that uh, telepathic bond go for? Over any distance. So it can't extend to other planes of existence. Okay. So, yeah. what? Uh... I'm going to scramble up to that kobold and slit his goddamn throat. Oh, hey. All right. Right into the murder. <laughs> <laughs> it's murder time. It's what okay. I do best. So... Let me scoot you guys. You tell over us you're to gonna you. do this, or we just kind of letting down rope until you go down. <laughs> Pull me up. Nope. I killed the guy. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like little. Get the flask. Get the flask. So Roscoe, you have entered a little caverny room. You can see in a few directions down two hallways, one heading east and one heading north. Um. Why don't you give me a survival roll? Survival. It's the eye of a tiger. Give me eight. Eight's not super great, so you're... You feel... Uh, you feel uncertain which direction, like, the mouth of the cave would have been. But there you are, in this little room, and you can... You basically see in two directions, but you don't see any other further people. 
Did I kill that kobold? Oh, yeah, yeah, you... I mean, they've got, like, five hit points, so... Okay. And he was asleep. You snuck up on him. But now I don't know from which direction I came. Uh, you don't know... Well, you know the direction that it would take to go back up the hole. So you see that there's, like, a little fire pit in the corner. Oh, I see. All right. So you know which way to get back out. You just don't know. You, like, you kind of lost orientation on which way everything outside of the cave is. I went east. What's going on down there? I'm looking around. Okay. You scoot to the east, and what do you see? As you enter this area, it opens up a little bit. You see some more, like, tables and some sort of storage cabinets. Uh, to your south, you see that there is a few mats laying on the floor, and there's uh, one cobalt sleeping on those mats. To your east, you see another snaking passageway that goes out from you, and it opens up wider to the north. You see a couple other passageways up that way. I'm going to go down south and kill that cobalt first and foremost. All right. what I do? Uh, let me have you make just a quick stealth roll again, just to see if you can sneak up. 16. Yeah, I think that's enough to kill a sleeping cobalt. Two down. So at this point, we're probably not holding the rope anymore, are we? I would imagine not. Yeah, Bosco probably, probably like untied from his waist. There. Can't go in there. Alright. Uh, trying to think. What time, what, at what point do you, like, are you guys going to come down here or do you want me to scout out quite a bit? Well, I mean, I would assume as soon as you tell us it's safe to come down, we would come down. I'm going to head east again. You head east down this little wiener hallway. Uh, let's see. Old wiener hallway boulevard. Uh, you see in front of you a kobold walking towards you, awake, obviously, uh, seemingly on, like, patrol or guard duty. I'm going to have you make another stealth roll. 16. 16? Did you roll another one? Yeah, he's got a got a plus 15 to that. That's insane. I was just like, <laughs> for one, he's rolling two ones, so... Uh, so this guy does not notice you. You're able to sort of blend into the side hallway, and he starts walking past you. And I step out of the shadow and kill him. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Take no chances. Three kobolds down. So I go a little further into the cabin, or cavern, cave, whatever. Sure. Uh, to your left and right, you see two branches off. Cavern. In the northern one, you see that there are six sleeping kobolds to the south. You can't see all the way in, but you don't believe that there's anything down there. Ooh, six. That's a challenge. Hey, guys, do you think I can kill six kobolds without waking any of them up? Totally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 100%. Right. That's what I'm going to try to do. <laughs> <laughs> it's I just... Even in my head, I whisper, invincible. Nice. <laughs> you hear Mitch is like, invincible? <laughs> nice. All right, so I am going to have you. So you kill the first one successfully. I'm just going to go off of your previous roll that you're still being stealthy. Uh, give me another roll. 14. You didn't say what for. Stealth. Oh, I'm sorry. That's another stealth roll. So that's like 29, 29 for you. All right, so two down. Give me another roll. Uh, 20. 20. We'll call that another one successful. 21. Success. 29. Success. What do we got? One left? Yep. Uh, 24. Also a success. I was going to say 19 or lower, you'd wake one up, but... That is awesome. 
stabby, 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 stab. Oh <laughs> Do I see anything of interest up here or just dead kobolds? Well, it's just dead kobolds. <clears throat> they don't seem to have any real personal riches or belongings. All right, I sneak back into the cave and across the hallway to this one. Uh, you find in that one, it's just sort of like a little storage alcove. You don't find anything good in there. Like Wrapped creep. up chunks of meat and stuff. Creep forward. Uh, you see another larger sort of sleeping area. <laughs> you see eight kobolds this time. Uh, what do you say, guys? Eight kobolds. In the Roscoe. 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 We're pushing our luck, wink. <laughs> <laughs> All right, if you roll a 19 or lower with your plus 15 bonus, uh, so what is that, a one, two, three, or four? Uh, so if you roll a one through a four, you're gonna wake them up, so. Pretty good at odd. That is uh, 21. Ooh. Yeah, seven left, 16, plus 15. Oh, you rolled a 16, yeah. okay. Uh, all right, so. 25. Sass, we're down to five. Oh. 20. Oh. <laughs> right on the oh edge. Uh, 24. 30. Okay. 32. Yes. One left. 19. Oh. Uh, <laughs> so the last uh. kobold, you, I don't know, maybe like you kill one of them and he squeaks out a pretty loud fart. <laughs> and it <laughs> wakes he up. Shit himself. <laughs> <laughs> it wakes up the final kobold. He looks to you. And what is he going to do? Are you uh, covered in blood now? <laughs> <laughs> I just look like a demon with my two daggers <laughs> covered in cobalt blood. Um, so he rolled an eight, which means he is going to stupidly try to pull out his dagger and rush at you. Um, Roll for initiative. He's going to get one chance. Oh, there's do, a chance. Do, 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 do. Uh, 19 should hit you, right? It does. You take a total of three piercing damage as this kobold stabs into, I don't know, like your forearm a little bit. And Ouch. the wide-eyed looks up and makes eye contact with you. And I kind of do a scissors thing with both my daggers and my arms crossed and shing, chop off his head. When I think I think it cuts over to the like the fire lit shadow on the wall and the, the shadow of the silhouette of the head spins in the air and lands as the body collapses beneath it. The greatest PG murder ever, yeah. <laughs> that scene. Oh, the Star Wars one you're talking about? Yeah, PG murder. Ding 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 ding. Do I see anything of interest in the sleeping room besides all of the dead kobolds? Whole bunch of murdered kobolds, and on a one, no, you see nothing in here. You see some poop in the corner, maybe a little fire rolling. Yeah, I mean, no one ever thought of that. I mean, these guys are in a cave all the time. Why are they pooping? They have um, to be a poop room. I feel like maybe there's, like, the people pooping, and then, like, that's that's the low man on the totem pole job is scooping out the poop. So I'm making my way back to the original room I was in. All right. Let me scoot you over here. Uh... So the very f yeah, there you are on the map back at the very first room you were in. All right. Guys, I don't know if you want... Do you guys want to come down? Or you want me to look around some more? I'd come down. I think... Uh, I'll come to the main room. Yeah, the main room there where he's at. Okay. So, um... Let me move so you guys all into that cramped How do we room. do that? I mean, we have rope, so I'd lower you and uh, Mitch down. How would I get down? Would I just kind of just slide down? How far down is it? Well, I mean, never mind. There's probably trees up here. I'd yeah, probably we just... 
anchor it to a tree. Are there trees? There are not trees. Oh. Do I have any anchors? You guys have an anchor, but I'm not going to tell you what it is. You got to remember your own stuff. There's probably a rock. Around. Hey, guys. I mean, we're at a cliff. Guys, you guys have a movable rods. But I don't want to leave it up there. You guys have a levitation spell. That's true. But we also... I'm going to use my immovable rod and tie the rope to it. Well, you can. why not just look around and see if there's like a rock or something? Because this is like way faster and easier. And then... Alright, you lazy wizard. Lazy wizard. Lazy wizard and no wizard gizzards. Yeah. Wizard do what wizard do. <laughs> wizard gonna do what a wizard gonna do. Alright, you tie off the immovable rod... And shimmy your way down. I should probably make you guys roll like some athletics checks or something like that, but uh, I'm not going to do that today because, well, I just you know that that feels like really anticlimactic. Like you guys go all this way, and then like Melvin slips <laughs> off the rope and breaks his neck. Yeah, breaks his leg, <laughs> and uh... <laughs> that would be awesome. Like, and you die. <laughs> what? <laughs> Melvin uh, Melvin is sitting there with a broken neck and like I imagine maybe it's Colvick it just starts going oh no oh no <laughs> or, oh, or oh, no. well or no that would Col- totally be uh... Colvick and I would both have to fall and die because <laughs> he could still resurrect me alright guys Cheers. you guys I'm taking you with me yeah you would want me to stay on point <laughs> and you want to stay like 20 feet behind or something I think it's a good idea yeah All sure right. let us know if you need us buddy I saw another room off this way that I didn't look at yet uh so we're going to head this way first. Smells like a poop. All right, I go here, and then I go north. Okay, give me just a moment. <laughs> Fucking Brent. <laughs> Brent can't watch. He has to pay 100 <laughs> <laughs> Brent has joined the party on the map. All right, so Roscoe, you scoot your way up. You get to that pathway. Oh, my God, that's a really stinky fart. <laughs> <laughs> Who was it? Not me. Why are you pointing? It wasn't. <laughs> oh my god! That sounded so wet. That sounded like a naked <laughs> butthole. Like these pajama <laughs> pants. It was so. It's s- like flappy. <laughs> like I'm wearing nothing at all. <laughs> Your face just out. Oh, terrified. <laughs> thought you were over there wrecking my chair. <laughs> like I'm wearing nothing at all. <laughs> so gross. Smells like you're wearing nothing at all. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> that that one sounds like you're, you're on the can. And like that was like slightly spread open and like totally was, naked butthole. Was, yeah, it was like a, a metal can instead of a, like a a room that would be in like a park or somewhere, like a concrete wall around it. Mm, okay, that's what it A good at. slappy epo- uh, echo off the walls. Sounded like a 20-foot butthole in the Sydney Opera House was a... <laughs> Just like you're in a basement yeah. or something. Like. I'm excited. I'm excited to do that. I'm gonna fight in the Sydney Opera House. Yeah. Episode 87, A Dragon is Enough, was released on June 2nd, 2019. Our adventures adventure onward next week when we come back for more 
Vége, 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 the very good adventuring team. Here, Jerky, jerky, jerky.